0: If you are listening to the Plant-Based Performance Podcast, I am Kayla Slater, your host, plant-based marathon runner, registered dietitian, online nutrition and run coach, and plant-based foodie. This show is about giving plant-based endurance athletes and active individuals evidence-based information and practical advice so you can be healthy and perform at your best. You will hear from me as well as other clinicians or coaches on how you can live a plant-based lifestyle for your health and performance. Let's go. Hey, hey. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Plant-Based Performance Podcast. I am your host, Kayla Slater, registered dietitian, nutrition, and run coach. And I am so excited to introduce my next guest to the podcast. She is a dietitian, just like I am, um, and a former coworker as well. We used to actually work together in the same federal program working with kids. So um, it's so awesome to see Cynthia also doing her own business and really helping a lot of women also in the process, which is so, so cool. So a little bit about Cynthia and she will also introduce herself as well. Um, But she is the period nutritionist and she's going to tell us all about how to regain your period. So this episode I should say as well is for um, the women that are out there so any of my plant-based women runners this is this is for you especially if you're in that childbearing age and still have a cycle then you may want to listen to this but Cynthia gives some really great tips on how we can regain and get that period back and talks about the importance of having a period so I'm really excited for this episode. I think she shares a lot of great tips, um, and we were cut off a little bit at the end, so I did try to edit um, at the end of this um, interview, so it is kind of left off because um, she did have a uh, child that uh, fell in um but it's all good everything was fine um so just so you guys know as well the interview is kind of cut short a little bit um it may seem like it's cut abruptly but there's still a ton of great information I think you can take out of this so hope you enjoy and we'll talk to you soon Right. Gosh, where do we even start? <laughs> where do we start? oh, <laughs> you um, introduce yourself first. Yes,
1: yes. So hi ladies, and there are some gentlemen in here,
0: yes. Yes,
1: but yeah. Um, gentlemen, we're not going to be talking about periods for you, uh, but <laughs> I am a registered dietitian nutritionist. I've been an RD for, gosh, it'll be 11 years in October. Uh, and for half of my career, I worked in various fields of um, healthcare. And it wasn't until um, probably a few years ago where I really took um, my expertise in missing periods uh, and my nutrition background and knowledge and kind of, um, fuse them together. Uh, and that was coupled kind of behind my own struggles as, um, a woman. And I lost my period due to overtraining and underfueling, And, uh, so I decided, well, why I should be helping other women across the world, uh, get their periods back and find a very, um, balanced, healthy relationship with food and fitness. So here I am, and I'm excited to be here today and hopefully answer all of your period-related questions.
0: Awesome awesome so cool so you've been doing working directly with females getting their periods back for the last couple years right
1: yes yep yep and you know it's a huge passion of mine i think more so because i struggled with it and there's so much misinformation about it out there Mm -hmm. um you know coming from our medical Mm -hmm. community and even our nutrition community um so it's important to me that not only do I help women directly by you know either coaching them one on one or in a group format but also to spread the message out there um and that's why I reached out to Kayla is because I want to spread the spread the message of like a missing period isn't yeah. normal or healthy um mm-hmm. because I think a lot of again doctors medical professionals and even athletes trainers normalize this missing period like mm-hmm. So I want to spread the word and I I hope you guys enjoy uh, listening to Kayla and I chat about it today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, can you tell us why it isn't normal for females to have a period or, you know, what the consequences of not having it are?
1: Absolutely. So the term missing period, um, also known, known as hypothalamic amenorrhea, um, I'm going to use the abbreviation HA for, for short, because that's really a mouthful. Okay. Um, and so HA uh, develops when a woman is under fueling and um, over exercising or very stressed, or it could be just a matter of they're under fueling and maybe they don't do any exercise at all. Uh, so it's low, um, energy availability to the body. And thus what happens is your hypothalamus, the part in your brain that controls your reproductive hormones, your appetite, um, your stress hormones, that it says, uh, 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 you know, things aren't looking up around here. Uh, I got to shut down all reproductive functions because it's not safe enough to have a baby. And I'm not saying that all you out there are, you know, your goal is to have a baby one day. Maybe you don't ever want kids, um, and there's more important reasons why um, a missing period is related, not just fertility. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what the the brain is thinking. Like it is not safe around here for to make and procreate um, uh, human life. So, thus. It shuts down our sex hormones and our sex hormones um, such as estrogen play a very important part in bone health and if you're a runner um, we know we need good bones We we need good bones regardless Mm -hmm. if we're a runner or not. Um, But that's another thing. Um, You know, bone health, it impacts um, heart health. It can also, studies show that it impacts cognitive um, down the line. Um, They say, you know, it could cause early onset Alzheimer's. And um, if you don't have or never heard of it, hold on one second, Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: I recommend getting this book, No Period Now What. Yes, this is the like, I'm trying to think, this is like everything you need to know about missing periods and overtraining and under um, fueling. So here's the thing, too. I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball at um, you ladies that are on oral contraceptives or birth control pills.
0: Yes, that was my other question. Yes.
1: So, um, you know, like I said, the consequences of a missing period, infertility, heart health, um, bone health, Mm -hmm. cognitive, um, but also to like the little things of like, oh, maybe you feel really cold all the time. Um, Maybe you're always thinking about food and you're super hungry, but you just think that you're obsessed with food because, you know, Mm -hmm. food is just so whatever. Um, Mm Yeah. But also, you know, coldness, the low resting heart rate, um, which, you know, many of us pride ourselves on, saying, oh, my heart rate is so low, you know, doctors think I'm so fit. And in um, all and actuality, really, if you are not eating enough, and you are not giving your body the proper rest, that low resting heart rate isn't exactly based on your fitness level. Um, anyway, so those are a handful of consequences. Um, but the the period thing in relation to birth control. So uh, mm-hmm. birth control actually um, masks a uh, real period. So that bleed that you do get on birth control is a synthetic induced bleed. So mm-hmm. many women, when they come to me as um, clients or as prospective clients, they're like, I have no idea when my period went missing. I came off the pill and I never got it. So we we really don't know. And you know, there are in some cases women that their HA is so severe that they won't even get a bleed on the pill. Um mm-hmm. but that kind of gets into really the it, pretty pretty much severe eating disorders. Um, we don't see mm-hmm. that too much with um you know, underfueling. You'll still get a period on the pill even if um your body isn't, you know, producing um real hormones if it it were to come off the pill so it's really important to know and I get the question Kayla all the time is like well how do I know how do I know if I'm missing my period if I'm on the pill and you don't you don't unless you come off and I'm not going to say okay you need to come off the pill and make sure that your period is you know around because maybe you're on pills for more reasons than just you know preventing you know birth. Um, you know, so I'm I'm not a doctor and I can't say you need to go off the pill, but I can tell you that there's no way to know um, unless you go off of birth control.
0: Right.
1: So yes. And also I do want to mention, um, I was just reading a study and um, Kayla, I can probably send it to you afterwards so you have it. But sure. um, when, you know, we, we've heard probably many times before that if you're on the pill, and I know as a dietitian, I, I heard this before as well. If you're on the pill, it's protecting your bones. So you you should be on the pill to protect your bones. And guess what? If you studies are sh- now showing if you are um, undernourished um, and not eating enough to support your energy levels, that pill is not protective for bone health. Um, and I'm not going to get into too much of the science mm-hmm. of it. And I'll send you the um, link to the, um, the journal article if yeah. you're interested, Kayla. Yeah. But okay. uh, yeah so so yeah and i know this might be a like a light bulb moment for many of us because i know it was for me when i first found out about all this i'm like i was like mind blown i'm like i wasn't getting a real period but yeah so
0: Yeah. yeah yeah wow yeah you shared shared a lot a lot of really i think good good things to really know and Sounds like the most important thing then is to just make sure we're fueling our bodies, whether we have that period or no period, or not really know if we do or not. It sounds like just fueling our bodies right. Now, do you work with a lot of do you get a lot of athletes or like runners that you know have missing periods related to you know overtraining, under eating, underfueling? I
1: do. I do. And, you know, I've had some, you know, on social media, because it's it's wonderful, we can connect with people across the world. Yeah. But you know, I've, I've had professional athletes come to me and, you know, say that, you know, my coach, um, I had a, a past Olympian one time, she's like, my coach, you know, told me that it's no big deal that my period isn't missing all athletes, you know, you know, end up missing their period at some point or another. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. And, know. you know, like I said, there's so much misinformation out there. And yeah, here's the thing. Little do, you know, many coaches may not know that if these women were getting their periods, they would even have more energy, more stamina, more power to do whatever it is they're, they're, you know, competing in. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's unfortunate. Um, and so, like I said, Kayla, so many women will come to me and say, you know, I don't know when my period went missing because of the pill, but here's the thing, regardless, if you are missing your period or you're not, we need to fuel appropriately because guess what? Some mm-hmm. women, um, I'll have clients uh, clients of mine say, well, you know, this is so frustrating. You know, my friend, she's smaller than me and she exercises more than me and she still has a period and, when it comes down to it it's really based on genetics um your genetics may be able mm-hmm. to support you having these reproductive hormones you know flowing while you're still in maybe a famine-like state and um also mm-hmm. too it could just be a matter of time until your body's like the heck mm-hmm. with you like you've totally mm-hmm. like neglected me and you haven't given me yeah. enough food i am got Keeping these hormones on. And what happens is our bodies are smart and they say, all right, we don't need these hormones to survive like we don't. So I'm going to take all that Mm -hmm. fuel that I'm getting and focus it on my heart beating, on my lungs breathing, um, on our day to day functions that are 100 percent needed to Mm -hmm. keep us Going and we don't need sex hormones, and we certainly don't need hair Mm -hmm. for that. If you find you have thin hair, um, bad nails, maybe skin, um, decreased libido, Um, you know, those Mm -hmm. are some things that we just think, like, oh, you know, that's just me, that's how my hair is. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can tell you from a woman who suffered from a missing period before, I just thought, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, I'm just like not into like you know (laughs) sex or something like that or oh my hair you know my hair's still thick but let me tell you my hair now you know having you know a regular cycle and this was even on birth control you know that i didn't have the hair that i have now it's like yeah. so thick and so luscious, my nails, wow. you know, I have to cut them like every couple of days because they grow so much, you know? So yeah. there, you know, those are some other, I guess, smaller consequences that we don't really, um, uh, notice much, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's, and, and I know this is like a lot to swallow if you're, you know, just hearing about this for the first time. Um, so, yeah. you know, take a breath <laughs> and if this sounds anything like you, um, you know, get the no period. Now what book, um, my Instagram handle, I have a ton of, you know, helpful information on there. Um, period nutritionist, you know, you can go there. So don't, I don't want you guys to
0: <laughs> take
1: a deep breath because it, it, it is a lot.
0: Yes it is it is definitely definitely now when you you know help women to get it back what are kind of the approach that you take especially for that woman that's like afraid to gain weight because i you know Mm -hmm. i get a lot of runners that are like that especially you know um you know plant bases you know we we want to eat healthy we're we want to you know we're eating these healthy foods but right eating plants and plant based Mm -hmm. is low in calories so i find a lot of these women you know, are not eating enough, you know, just for performance wise, um, but then they have these beliefs, right, that, you know, if they eat too much, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gain weight, and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen. So how do you, I guess, how do you manage that? Or how do you help, help them yes. manage that? <laughs>
1: That's a great question, because I can tell you, every woman plant based or not that come to me, um, they are fearful of weight gain and um you know i always ask them their why first but behind whatever diet mm-hmm. they 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 follow plant based yes. you know what whatever it is and i say what is what is your why behind this is it because you are trying to change your body like your image Right, you're, you're, you know. Mm. I want the six pack. I want the, you know, the toned arms, the the fit girl look. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so all those things. I, I, I help them. You know, what is your why? Um, I actually just yeah. uh, started working with. Um, she just joined my group. She's a vegan, and she and I asked her. I said, you know, I, I, I work with all different women. You know, doing all different things, but I want to know mm-hmm. that your why behind following whatever it may be is you know, for purposes other than changing our body image, right? Right. Um, So starting there. And then um, what I have women do is um, there really is, you know, making sure we're eating enough. And I preach a lot of times uh, 2,500 calories. um, And so many women will be oh my God, 2,500 calories is so much. And I get it. It does sound like a lot of food, right? But I can tell you the nutrition needs for a two-year-old is like roughly like 13 to 1400 calories. Okay. So yeah. And then we go to a 20 something year old woman who is running 20 miles a week and is only eating 2000 calories. Right. Um, so anyways, back to that, you know, there's a baseline of, all right, let's start here at 2,500 calories. Some women need more. Some women need less. So Mm -hmm. I help women identify, you know, is this enough food for our body? Mm -hmm. Are we seeing any signs and symptoms of your period returning, such as, you know, uh, better sleep, um, such as cervical mucus women experience um, throughout different times of the month, um, maybe a change in libido. So various Mm -hmm. signals that our bodies give us to say, oh, you know, I'm liking this extra food around here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So. You know, that 2,500 calories is not only going into helping you, like, uh, have your heart beat, your lungs breathe, uh, but it's also helping repair things on a cellular level that we cannot even see. It's helping repair, you know, um, heart functions, such as if you have a really low resting heart rate, it's going to say, oh, it's it's looking up around here. You know, I'm getting a little bit more food. So maybe I won't conserve mm-hmm. my heart rate as much as I have. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, all those things. So enough food is, of course, a big, big component. Um, and resting, because what's happening mm-hmm. is that um, even though after we have that nice run, we got that runner's high, we're feeling good. Um, mm-hmm. But what is also happening that we can't see is that in our hypothalamus, that running, that intense um, heart rate going up, our hypothalamus is looking at it like, "Oh my gosh, she's being chased by a wolf!" You know, <laughs> she's being chased. Yeah, and she's being chased by a lion. She is under stress, so automatically those fight or flight mode, um, you know, uh, hormones turn on. Uh, you know, and your adrenaline is is pumping. And and here's the thing. And I know it sounds so silly. It's like it, and really, our body is interpreting that as, as being maybe chased because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it doesn't, it does, yeah, danger. It doesn't know that we're going out for a leisurely jog because, you know, we we really enjoy running. Uh, mm-hmm. So that stress also takes, a, a, I guess, a hit on the hypothalamus, if you want to say, and it says, mm mm. Things aren't safe around here. Uh, So some women cannot recover their period without really um, cutting out all that intense exercise temporarily. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I know if you're listening, you're like, oh, my God, I don't have my period. You're telling me I have to stop running. No, no, no. (laughs) And here's the thing. Um. If you want your period back, which is, you know, to me, if you're not having a regular menstrual cycle, that isn't healthy, right? And if you are running and you're plant-based, you're, you're running and you're, you're eating healthy to be healthy, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: if we're not, mis- if we don't have our period, we're not healthy. So, you know, we got to we got to weigh this here um, and somehow mm-hmm. come come to an agreement and say maybe hmm, maybe I'll temporarily cut down on, you know, intense exercise. I'll replace it with some gentle exercise and I will, you know, give my body time to rest. Um, mm-hmm. And then guess what? You get to come back stronger,
0: Yeah. And
1: not only that, you have a decreased chance of your bones breaking if you fall down or, you know, whatever, when you're running. So, you know, I know because I I was there and I know the struggle and like this is this is what I do. I'm a runner. Mm -hmm. Right. I was an avid CrossFitter. I'm like, this is what I do. Like my my husband does it. My friends do it. Like, who am I without my Mm -hmm. CrossFit identity, my running identity? Um. Mm -hmm. So that is a big barrier for many women to kind of, you know, take that temporarily temporary break to truly get healthy and get their cycle back. So, Mm -hmm. you know, have I worked with women that continue to run or exercise well? And I can tell you and I, I tell them up front, I'm like, I cannot promise your period is going to come back if you continue to do this. Um, So, you know, I I can't say any woman I worked with that continued to run at a high level um, regained her cycle just by even increasing your calories, 2,000 calories, even, you know, eating 5,000 calories a day. So, Mm-hmm. You know, temporary. And then also the third component of the recipe for a period is managing your stress levels. And I often get, well, what do you mean? Like exercise is my stress relief. Like, what the heck do I do? And I may be reading a lot of your minds, uh, ladies out there, if you are missing your period because Every single woman I work with, you know, says the same exact thing because we really are, are truly alike. Um, but I say, yeah. you know what? It is okay that we use exercise as stress relief, but it cannot be the only form of stress relief. Yeah. So we have to find other mm-hmm. ways to, to cope because right now your body is looking at your exercise as stress inducing. We just can't see it because it's happening at an internal level. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so those are the, you know the the components of it, and you know like we said initially that fear of weight gain like i know i need to eat more rest more it's like oh my gosh now i'm eating more and i'm not even running as much
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: that's where we need to get into the body image piece and in and, and the why behind what you do and help heal mm-hmm. you know those underlying reasons why you are feeling such a way about your body and there's so many factors that can contribute to that it could be family upbringing could society social media culture there's a million things that play, Mm -hmm. um, in some part. And if you haven't read the book, um, yet either, um, cause Kayla, I know you preach, you know, health at every (laughs) size and, you know, all foods fit kind of thing. Um, the book anti-diet by Christy Harrison is a really great book. Um, so, so yeah. So, and, and really it's no easy, um, one person kind of fits all fix when it comes to, the weight gain piece, but I can tell you ladies and men out there that you as a person are more than what you appear on the outside. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you, you know, thinness, thinness is, is often confused with health, healthy. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you could be thin and missing a period, but that's not health. So, to me, the mm-hmm. true health is having this nice balance with, you know, whatever exercise that you do, eating the foods that you, you know, are passionate about, um, and not stressing like, oh my gosh, I didn't get my run in, or I didn't get my, oh my gosh, you know, and and kind of mm-hmm. you know having this balance where you are fitting, you know, exercise and food into your life versus it. You, you fitting into its life, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So having that balance, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's a work in progress. Right. Um, and our society today and possibly culture and other things makes it a bit more difficult to have this balanced approach. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it is definitely possible.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. So. Yeah. It's good. Good to know that it is possible. Definitely. Yes. And has anybody, you know, told you how, like the, the changes like on the other side of mm. you know how they felt like has it been more than you know just getting the period back has there been mm. you know just other things that are really yes. positive that have happened
1: yeah so many positive things Kayla it's yeah. really you know when I tell women when I when I work with them I'm like yeah we're, we're gonna get you your end goal we're gonna get you a period back but I'm telling you, you're going to get so much more out of working on getting your period back. And, you know, I've had, let's see, one of my clients, she was working with me while she was getting married. And now, most of us that have gotten married or, you know, are in the process of getting married, we know it's a time where it's like, okay, we must fit into the perfect dress. We must, you know, be in the best shape of our life. And, you know, instead of her focusing on, that she focused Mm -hmm. on the meaningful things of of, that come along with a wedding you know whether it's spending time with friends and family whether it's her bridal shower Mm -hmm. um you know her first toast as husband and wife you know all these things that we miss out on when our main focus is like thinking about food and exercise all the time um you know i've had women that have said you know i i been, you know, to every doctor and, you know, they're just recommending for fertility treatment to get pregnant. And, you know, I don't want to do that. And I've had women, you know, fall pregnant even before getting their first period back or, you know, not know like, oh my gosh, like, where is my third period? And I'm like, well, is there any chance you could be pregnant? And (sighs) Yeah. And and so, wow. you know, not only that thing, but the ability to enjoy life more, to be able to go to, you know, yeah. a birthday party and eat cake without thinking, oh, my gosh, I got to go run three miles tomorrow, I'll burn yeah. this all off. <laughs> um, you know, things like that, um, not feeling yeah. as cold anymore, uh, you know, having more inti- mm-hmm. intimacy with their husband, whether it's because they have had increased libido or they're just being able to connect more because they're not always constantly thinking about food or with exercise.
0: Mm-hmm. And um,
1: in the book, Anti-Diet, Christy Harrison, who is also a registered dietitian, she calls um mm-hmm diet culture um so when i say diet culture i mean like the the ability to be consumed like oh my gosh i just ate this piece of cake and this is so unhealthy and i gotta go run five miles tomorrow uh so that kind of you know we've yeah. been kind of trained to think that all these foods are bad and certain foods are good anyway um mm-hmm. so she explains it as the life thief that it's taking away all these precious moments from us um whether it be you know uh, our son's first birthday party Right. You know, I've had women come to me and say, oh, my gosh, you know, mm-hmm. if I didn't work on my relationship with food and exercise and get my period back, mm-hmm. I would have never even been able to enjoy my son's first birthday
0: because Aww.
1: I'm yes. too worried about eating cake and, and having to go burn it off or, you know, what's in it or, or what have you. So, yeah. um, you know, so many things, the connection, The mm-hmm. I think the connection, Kayla, is the biggest the biggest piece of it all, um, and enjoying life for, for what it is versus yeah. our life just revolving around, you know, food and, mm-hmm. um, exercise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Cause yeah, I think that's so, it's so important to really make sure that we can enjoy our lives and not obsess over right food and running and exercise and all of that and not enjoy our lives that's so important so yeah that's just yeah. so and Caleb yeah.
1: personally I can tell you if someone told me 10 years ago like oh you know you're not gonna like you know uh eat clean or you know you're not gonna exercise every single day I'd be like no like that's my life like that's <laughs> what I do like I'm a dietitian, you know mm-hmm. and now I can tell you like personally, um, especially being a mom where, you know, not only do I work, but, you know, I have to work as a mom and take care of two little boys that are very young and having that mental space to be able to focus on them focus on work and just Mm -hmm. not like worry about oh my gosh if i go to bed too late i'm not gonna be you know be able to go for my run and you know some of you out there may be Mm -hmm. like strict athletes and you may have no choice like maybe you're you're in college and Mm -hmm. you you run and maybe you're training for the olympics who knows Mm -hmm. and i get that right and and i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with you know if that is your you know Career, um, and I'm not saying it's wrong if it's your 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 passion either. But mm-hmm. know that you know there is more out there than just what we eat and you know our exercise routine. Because if, mm-hmm. like I said, if someone told me that before, I'd be like, no way! Like this is <laughs> I'll be doing this forever. And now I get yeah. to you know have a nice balance and exercise when you know yeah. it fits into my schedule when it's appropriate, um, yeah. and not feel guilty if I don't do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the most important. It's not to feel guilty if you don't. If you're, you know, someone that just doesn't always have time to run, like, it's it's okay. Yes. <laughs> if you're not training, you know, Yes.
1: Kayla, I can tell you, like, yeah. when I was knee deep in my, like, over exercising and under fueling yeah. days, if I saw a person running, like, out there I'd be like oh my gosh I should be running and I don't know if you guys feel (laughs) like that that are listening right now I should be running like I should be running
0: yeah I took six days off and it was horrible (laughs) I was like oh my god every time I saw someone run I was like I should be running but I'm like no it's six days like yeah
1: and it's okay but you know what it's it's a part it's a part of what we do and Mm -hmm. you know it's it's good it is so important to rest our bodies um but, but I know, you know, there's lots of endorphins, lots of feel good hormones that happen when we, when we run and when we exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, going back to the whole period thing, um, if you are missing your period or you suspect that you are, you know, um, mm-hmm. feel free to reach out to me, but, you know, definitely yeah. give your body a rest um, so you can come back stronger
0: yeah.
1: um, and really fulfill your, your passion more.
0: Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Because health is what's most important. And I think I preach that a lot to everybody is, yeah, it's, it's great to have a goal to run a marathon and, you know, want to be plant based or, you know, eat more whole foods. But what's most important is you're doing what's good for your body and your health. If it's not right for you, then sometimes we have to adjust something. And yes. sometimes it's not what we exactly want, but it's what our body needs.
1: Yes, we have to really have that balance between that physical health, right? Which we're doing to eat, you know, whole foods, Mm -hmm. plant-based, et cetera. And Mm -hmm. also, you know, physical health for running, you know, being healthy. But there's that mental health aspect, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes those physical things Mm -hmm. that we're trying to improve uh, sometimes make us go a little maybe crazy
0: and mm-hmm. I like to
1: I like to use the uh the the term all the kale in the world won't save you if you're feeling um we'll just say crazy around you um so or exercise or what have you so take that mental um health aspect and you know um don't beat yourself up if you're feeling this way um and you mm-hmm. know reach out to the right support systems if if you mm-hmm. are are really struggling in that department.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's always somebody that can definitely help, <laughs> and especially you, right? That knows all this about periods, especially. So, yes. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Let's see. Anything else? Oh, I did have another question for you. Okay. Um, what is the most common population um, that you have that struggles with no period? Obviously, I know that you know, females, but I guess, like, is it, is it mostly athletes or is it mostly?
1: I would say it's mostly the, um, you know, your typical, like, you know, runner or your typical, like, uh, mm-hmm. admin exercise, I must exercise every day to be healthy. Wow. Um, you know, the the typical woman that, you know, wants to just be healthy. Right. And okay. and by that, she is eating clean. She mm-hmm. is, you know, very precise with what she's eating. She may often feel super guilty if she eats anything bad. Um, okay. She has a strong type A personality <laughs> where, you know, things are structured and, um You know, she likes to plan and uh, she doesn't do too well with the unknown. And generally it's it's ages, Kayla, that I find that, you know, really reach out to me. Um, I would say around the age of like twenty five to maybe thirty five. Uh, because what's okay. happening is at this point, you know, there may have come off the pill because they might be married or they might say, oh, you know, I've been on the pill since I've been a teen. So you know, I'm ready to give my body a break. Uh, or it's the woman that is like, okay, I'm staying on, you know, the pill until I'm ready to have kids. Um, and then they come off the pill and the doctor says, well, you don't have a period take the pill or here's fertility treatment there are some doctors and i'm I'm not you know um i'm not ragging on doctors by any means there's just a lot of misinformation and i don't think what's happening right. in the medical journals has maybe caught up to like the actual practice yet sort of thing mm-hmm. um okay. so you know i can tell you firsthand i struggled for years all right. Years, um, because first mm. I was misdiagnosed, and this is actually an important point I want to know, Kayla. Many, yeah. many, 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 many women are misdiagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome. Yes.
0: The really? lean, oh, I hear lean, so many, the, so much. I was actually talking PCOS.
1: to somebody. Yes, lean PCOS, they'll call it. Um, and what happens okay. is the, the reason why this is diagnosed um, is because doctors will. Um, perform perform an ultrasound because the woman will come, I'm not getting my period and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And okay, let's do labs. Your labs look normal because guess what? When you do have HA, your labs can appear normal. Doesn't mean they're normal. Um, And then they'll say, oh, let's, you know, do an ultrasound, see what's going on in there. And they'll do the ultrasound and they will see lots of little cysts in the ovaries. And the reason being is because in our menstrual phase, um, we have um, a follicular phase and we have a luteal phase and then we have the the, the period phase, the menstrual phase. And so mm-hmm. what happens is because we are lacking all these hormones that trigger our body to go into the next phase in our menstrual cycle, um, they stay in the follicular phase, which those little follicles um are kind of in your ovaries and they're they're just not going anywhere because they don't have the hormones to develop into the next stage which would be like ovulation and then you know the luteal phase. so they they stay there and that's why doctors are like oh well you just have pcos but then they don't meet any of the other criteria um lots of criteria that comes along with pcos mm-hmm. is weight gain um uh heritism, where they're you know growing abnormal you know hair different places um, mm-hmm. so so those are um, common things that come along with PCOS but that is so commonly diagnosed and I was actually diagnosed with that and that actually drove me deeper into my HA because I'm like oh well you must be you know very healthy because PCOS increases your risk for all these other health disparities and so you know i didn't think i fit that bill for HA because at the time and this was years ago mm-hmm. i thought well you know it, this is something women that are super low body weight and mm-hmm. there's no you know i didn't fit that criteria i didn't have any eating disorder i wasn't super low body weight so mm-hmm. I circled around with that for a while. Then finally I said, okay, enough is enough. Why is my period not here still? Oh, go back on the pill. Or you know what, here, here's a fertility specialist. So I go to the fertility specialist. They're like, well, I don't know why your period's missing. Here, take this fertility med, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, why? This is, this is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so many women just like myself will come to me and say, you know, my my doctor said this, my OBGYN went, said this, the fertility special just wanted to get me pregnant. And I know this isn't normal not to have a period. Um, so you know with all that that being said, uh you know struggling with that, um you know many women will go years right before they they get the answer, and mm-hmm. if this any of what I have said today sounds like you um and Kayla, hopefully I'm answering your last question that you um just yeah. asked uh, <laughs> but you know if this sounds like you know that you know, I don't want to say it's a quick fix because eating more and resting more is not easy for a lot of us. Mm -hmm. Um, but these women that come to me, you know, are, you know, at the point where they've come off the pill or, you know, they've had sporadic missing periods or they've, they've had an Mm -hmm. eating disorder and they haven't had a period, um, forever, uh, or not at all. I actually had a woman, um, who was 19 years old, never had one natural cycle in her life. Uh, prior to working with me, and you know, wow. she she had an eating disorder when she was a kid. She you know became weight stable, and mm-hmm. um, so finally we had her period back, and she's having regular periods. But you know, mostly that's 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 the 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 women and athletes. Um, you know, a lot of athletes just stay on the pill because they're they're told to you know to protect their bones. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but majority are your your oh. typical you know. Your average woman that is exercising every day and you know trying to be healthy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. Yes. It really is. I feel like PCOS has gotten such has been such a common diagnosis that I've mm-hmm. seen. So it's really interesting. That's really good to know for me too, as a dietitian, to know, like that she's misdiagnosed. <laughs> yes. Because that that is very common for sure. So
1: often. And then, you know, I run into the predicament where women will come to me and they're like, well, my doctor diagnosed me with PCOS. And it's like, okay, I, I, I get that. But I can tell you based on everything yeah. you told me, it sounds like HA, hypothalamic amenorrhea. Yeah. And so, you know, we look, a lot of times we look to our healthcare professionals, such as doctors to tell us like, okay, this is what you have like this and we trust them. And, and I'm not saying don't trust mm-hmm. your doctor, but know that just like, you know, for instance, myself, um, I'm a dietitian. Yes. But I don't know everything like about. Everything in, in the dietetic or the nutrition field is just impossible. And yeah, Kayla, you can is. say the same thing. We don't know. And just like doctors, they don't know everything. Um, everything. They're just humans, just like us. And doctors in medical mm-hmm. school are pretty much taught to, you know, treat by meds, um, and not. Yeah. I don't want to say not dig into the the underlying problem because some doctors do, but you know, there's there's a lot of misinformation. And I like to say at the end of the day, trust your intuition, right? If after hearing this, your doctor's yes. like, oh, "No, no, no, it's PCOS," but you know nothing fits the bill. And like I said, get that book. No period now. What? So much great information in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dr. Rinaldi is a the top woman that I know of in the world that is leading the missing period. Um, uh, movement. So she's brought oh so God. many awareness, and there's actually a Facebook group out there. Uh, okay. No period, now what? Um, so, so yeah, I know a lot to swallow, a lot, <laughs> you know, of things impacted um, here. But mm. at the end of the day, you know, if you mm. want to be truly healthy, and you may be missing your period, that's when maybe those plant-based you know, the higher calorie plant based stuff, like Mm -hmm. your legumes are going to be more calorically dense than, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, hold on one second. (laughs) Give me one second. Okay. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I think I can mute you. Okay. I just muted you. (laughs) Awesome. you're okay. <laughs> All right, no problem. Um, wow. Wow. So much good stuff, guys. I hope you guys are enjoying this. I see a lot of you are on. Um, I'm just going to read the comments here why Cynthia just took a break here. Um, Anika said, very true. Many say the more one trains periods can be delayed or missed, but I always believe that our bodies need to go through this feminine reset. Um, yeah, and stress and distress does cause it to lay as well. Yep, even if one does not feel well, um, feel it. But events in our lives are happening. Yes, and proper sleep and rest definitely. Um, and then you could also mention the my body is not an apology is a good one as well. Okay, so that must be another book. Great. Yeah. Um, awesome. So if anybody is interested in in more about you know this topic, that is also a good book to check out as well um cool awesome all right does anyone have any questions we could start putting questions maybe in um the comments here so when cynthia gets back we can ask her any questions that you guys have um but yeah i hope you guys are enjoying this conversation Are you know really talking about this i think this is really important for those you know that um, our runners and we're plant based, and we generally, you know, we, you know, I talk about it all the time about under fueling and making sure we're fueling enough, um, and just see that so common, um, and a lot of times, right, our period goes missing, and how do we get that back? Is you know, increasing calories, but that can also help us for fueling for our runs, and a lot of times we should be eating this much, but um, that's probably the biggest thing that I see, right, is that we're just, you know, we're not eating enough, um, so really you can help get your period back you know as well as you know fuel enough for your for your runs and your training as well um all right cool anything that i missed here any questions as i said let us know if you have any questions At all, and hopefully Cynthia will be back and you can ask her questions. Um let me see if there are anything that I wanted to ask. Um, I think so. We're just gonna take a little intermission. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. <laughs> Let's see. So does anyone have any questions? For our period nutritionists so all about periods, you know, we talked about how important it is for, you know, getting, you know, re- you know, managing our stress and having a different way. I think that's something that I've also talked about. And, you know, especially, you know, I've talked about that in relation to injuries, when we have injuries, right, we want to make sure that we are having a different way to manage stress because when we get an injury and we can't run, then it's important to have another form of exercise. And the same thing, if you're working on really wanting to get that period back, right? We want to make sure that we have something else to, you know, handle our stress if we have to decrease exercise. Um, and I think, you know, a really good point is just focusing on health. And I think you guys know that, that in this group, I've always focused a lot on on our health. And that is most important. Um, you know, I think a lot of you saw that I, you know, I took six days off. And that was really hard. Like I'm training for a marathon, um, hopefully for the spring. And yes, it's still up in the air. But of course, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I have to get my miles in. I need to get my miles in right. But I also know my health is so important. My health is more important than any race. So, you know, if, something happens to my body, or I just feel like I just need rest. That's what I did. You know, I told my coach, I was like, my toes not feeling well, I just need some rest. And yeah, it was, it was hard. It's hard to take six days off when you're so, um, you know, that you're running is such a habit. But sometimes I think that it's okay to, you know, to, to do less if we have to. Um, so yeah, sometimes, sometimes we have to To do that, to to pull it back, you know, if if it's for health, it's definitely so important. Um, Awesome. Anika said it's very valuable information, info that I can share with others. Awesome. So, yeah, put your comments here. Um, And then I can ask Cynthia if you do our questions or comments. Um, Yes, if you do have any questions, I will ask her here. Hopefully, we will be back in a few minutes here. Let me just see. Okay, sorry. Um, I didn't oh uh yes, absolutely with you, Kayla, but you never want an injury to not heal and be that pain harmful, painful injury that Chris Yes, exactly, Nico. Yes, and that's exactly what you know what I was talking about was, you know, I, I I didn't want this, this possible injury, right, to get any worse. So I'm like, okay, to make sure that this is not a broken toe, let's just take a couple days off, right? It's not going to kill me. (laughs) I can get through it. Um, And that's why, you know, for me personally, I have gotten into doing more yoga and meditation. And that was you know, that's a little bit different for me. And I think I shared how my body has changed. And I don't have this ideal body that I used to have. Um, and I do less intense exercise. But I do think it's helped me to one be a better runner. And I've also been able to better manage my stress because I'm not putting my body under so much stress as Cynthia was talking about, right, you know, running, is internally putting our bodies in, in, in stress. So we have to have a form of relaxation. And for me, I found that through meditation and doing yoga really helps. And I can also continue to do that, you know, and have that good habit of doing that with running. But even if I wasn't able to run, at least I, you know, still have that as a habit. I'm still able to, um, you know, to, to do yoga, right? You know, even with my toe and I couldn't run, I, you know, I still could modify poses or something if it, you know, didn't really feel good or feel like I should be doing it, right? But I was still able to do that. And it still felt like, okay, even though this is something that's relaxing, at least I'm doing something, right? So. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's so it's, you know, it's good to still it's good to still have that habit. Um, I think creating that habit is definitely good to have, you know, a habit of of managing stress and managing um, all that. Yeah, managing stress. So, all right, cool. Well, if you guys do have any comments here, um, comment. you know just or you do have any questions um post below. I'll also post um Cynthia's information and how you guys can reach her if anybody's interested in working with her um if she if we do come if she does come back i can we can hop on here real quick, but we might just have to end it for now, but if you guys do have any questions, I'll make sure I can tag her and she's back oh, she's back <laughs> her oh her hello
1: you say hi oh, yeah i sorry my mom just had to come up and uh i gotta call the doctor because the door just fell on him oh
0: no i know
1: so i'm sorry i had to cut out early everyone
0: and no. i know we're still live. no you're okay you're okay it happens it happens how real quick but how can everybody follow you reach you
1: Yes. So, if you guys um, Instagram, that's where I'm mostly, uh, I guess, uh, active on, and that's at period dot nutritionist. Um, that would be the best way to uh,
0: get in, get in touch with me. Okay. Perfect. Instagram. Okay. So, yes, I will put that in the comments here for everybody to be able to reach you. Well, thank you for doing this. Yes, I hope thank you. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'll be okay. Bye. And and.
0: Bye. Thank you. Everyone. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I do apologize that our conversation was cut a little bit short, but um, everything was okay. Um, but I still hope you got something out of this interview. If you would like to see the write-up, um, it is on my blog. If you would like to read about some of the information that we discussed in this episode, you can check out my blog at plantbasedperformancenutrition.com. I've also left the links of information to Dr. Rinaldi's site and her book as well as the Facebook group. So if you're interested in checking those resources out, you can check those out as well. Um, Those links are in the show notes as well as posted on the blog post and also how to follow Cynthia as well if you are you know interested in learning more about this topic as well so hope you enjoyed this episode and we will talk to you soon so much for stopping by on the plant-based performance podcast if you could do me one favor and share this episode to someone you think would like it i'd be forever grateful also please leave a review by going to itunes and let us know what you would like to hear more of or if you have a question leave us a voice message thanks again so much